Welcome back, guys and gals. I'm Zach. This is Josh. And together, we are Balls and Brews, baby. Yeah, yeah. Coming to you from Chattanooga, Tennessee, North Georgia, in a garage with a couple of bar stools and a mini fridge an arm's length away. We are not here to sell you anything. Commercial free sports talk, baby. Commercial free. Commercial free <laughs> sports talk. And um, we need this horns. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, like, like the club <laughs> horns. That's what we need. That's what I'm going to figure out how to get that. Bringing you commercial free sports talk with a horn. So I'm like wide awake tonight thanks to that ass whooping Clemson put on Alabama because I'm not going to lie. Start of the fourth quarter, I was like, see you, boys. Catch you. On the flippy flop. Yeah, Sunshine was uh, just spinning it on Bama's defense, and uh, I just I just cashed it in. I mean, it was like, you know, I, I think it was already forty four to sixteen. Yeah, when yeah I, I think went to so. Bed, and I was just like, yeah, this is. I mean, I'm not I'm not staying up for watching this. Yeah, it was. Um, it was definitely a little shocking to see, you know, and really like Clemson was in control for most of the game. I think the stats. We're, we're kind of more in Bama's favor. But to me, it just never felt like Alabama, outside the first quarter, was in full control of the game. Like, it just it seemed like they were they were playing and, you know, Tua looked human, which was something you hadn't yeah, seen. Yeah, that was, that was odd. But, you know, and, and it was like, well, before the game, you know, Clemson had faced this type of defense and SEC defense and this and that and the other. You know, I could argue the same that Bama hadn't faced a team like Clemson, like, Show me somebody right. that, you know. Even, Has that kind of offense. I mean, that yeah, offense even the is... Georgia. Yeah, Georgia still probably a couple of years away, uh, you know, with some pieces. But Clemson's defensive line, Dude. they're all going to be celebrating together. I don't think anybody had seen, like, I know Bama had played Oklahoma offense. But, you know, you kind of, I mean, Kyler Murray <clears throat> does so much with his legs. I feel like he kind of probably makes up for some uh, ineptitude. Of that offense, you know, I mean, I think he's got some some yeah, weapons, but it's nothing like it's nothing like the weapons that Trevor Lawrence has with you know Ross and Higgins and you know eighty five year old Hunter Renfro out there, you know, who's just been running these routes for you yeah. know seem like twenty year college career. No kidding. Um, you know, and then um, uh, Itney or Etney or whatever. I mean, they, they're they're stacked. I mean, that's and the thought that Trevor Lawrence is you know coming back to play another year is. I mean, that kid has like a pro arm already. He's yeah, I mean, I don't find I don't think you'd find many people that would argue he's if he came out today he'd be the first quarterback taken. Oh man, I mean, I mean he, tell me, I mean, Dwayne Haskins probably gonna be the first quarterback taken. Yeah, I would oh think. yeah, he's one hundred percent this so, year. Would you take Trevor Lawrence over Dwayne Haskins? Like, absolutely. I would, man. The guy, yeah, the guy's just got. I mean, obviously he's gonna have some growth to do, and you know, a nineteen year old coming in is gonna be different than a you know even a twenty one, twenty two year old or whatever. But yeah, I mean, he's got all the physical tools that looks like he's gonna be. A stud. I know, which is exciting. I know we had talked about this. I think one of them, maybe our first or second episode about, you know, <clears throat> all the big guys retiring, you know, the Mannings, the Brady's, all these guys are getting older, yeah. Rogers, Breeze. Like, what are we going to do? And I mean, obviously, we, we've we seen between all the other quarterbacks that are coming up, it's it's exciting to know that we're, we're going to be taken care of for a long time. You know? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll I mean, see hopefully, good- like, our, our children will, you know, will have, you know, some of these guys that are playing now will, uh, you know, they'll, they'll get to see them play. Because <clears throat> quarterbacks playing at an all-time high level right now, it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, you know as, as as good as he was, you know, a the offensive line handled Bama's defensive line fantastically. 
But like, I just don't – I think with Oklahoma, when Bama played Oklahoma, they were – even though they knew Oklahoma could score, Bama knew they could score. <laughs> like, right. They weren't worried about it. This is a different setup. It's like, well, we know – you know, we feel like we can stop them, but I don't know if we can I, – I think it would be hard-pressed to think Alabama could have – I don't know, maybe that's just drawing that they thought they could score with Clemson. They probably did. They should. They've proven, you know, based on their, you know, points per game, they could. They score on yeah, but, anybody, you yeah. would think. But when you put a defense like Clemson has, which, you know, I, I know Danny Cannell gets a lot of heat for being the anti-SEC, and, and I think he's kind of played to it over the years. I remember when he first started, it didn't seem like it was – he was just trying to oh, get yeah. points. He now just, he kind yeah. of plays yeah. to it, yeah, which yeah. is fine. That's what he should do. It's funny to, to watch. Well, but, it's taken him a long time to build that reputation. You know, like, yeah. oh, I've been saying this forever. But he's saying, you know, he was just – he was talking about like, this shouldn't be a shock to people if you watched, you know, if you watched anything outside the SEC. Like, if you didn't watch Clemson this year, you should, you know, you should, yeah, okay, it might come as a shock that they could do this to Bama. Right. But if you've watched them all year, like he has, and like a lot of people have, like it's not that big of a shock. Maybe the final score a little bit, but I, you know, I think I told, you know, may have said it last podcast, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if Clemson won that game. Oh no! Yeah. And they did, and I thought it would be a roughly a ten point game. You know, it's hard to get that magic oh, yeah. you saw, what, a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah, two years ago. You know, with that, you know, final Last touchdown. second. Oh, like, gosh, that, that's, yeah. that's stuff you just can't you can't get every year. But I never saw it being 44-16 and basically over at halftime. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. was it 31-16 at halftime? Yeah, it was Alabama all got the ball yeah. coming out and didn't do anything with it. And I think, you know, next two possessions, Clemson went out and scored. Yeah. 38 it's- 37, I think the kick missed the kick, but yeah, 37 yeah, 16 yeah, is over. Yeah. Like, that defense wasn't going to let it. And, you know, I like it that the, the Clemson kids that came back and said, hey, we want to win a national title, came back and actually and they did, did it. it. That's I pretty mean, awesome. You almost see like a, I don't know, a change in the tide, you know, for a lack of better words. You know, I don't know. It just, something didn't seem right with Saban. That, I, I've never seen a Saban led defense just look that, I mean, they were just getting picked apart. Well, based on everything I read, it's never happened. <laughs> like they've never gotten beat like that. Never. Yeah, I mean, under saving, I know. It was just like you know, third and long, third and eight, third and nine. Yeah, that's just when you typically see the turnovers come, and you know, this nineteen-year-old just ripping them apart. Just ripping them apart. I mean, just you know, put, I mean, now granted, you know, me and my buddy were talking about this um, probably a couple hours ago on the phone. We were just saying, you know, every bounce that could have gone. Clemson's way went their way. I mean, the one-handed catches, the – I mean, yeah, there's some pretty crazy acrobatic catches, but, you know, those are the breaks that you have to have. I mean, what is it people say, like, you know, if you're if you're that talented, you're, you're going to be more lucky. You know, it's just – it right, just seems right. like luck runns on your side when you practice hard and the, you – The harder you work, the, the luckier you get. Exactly. Right? That's, yeah. I can't remember who said it, but, um, yeah. It's uh, – I mean, like, everybody gets breaks in the game. I know there was – it seemed like Clemson did catch everything, but they played their way to position – I don't think it would have mattered had they not caught a couple of them. Right. I mean, they picked two off twice. Oh, I mean, yeah. And those weren't like the final score. I think tells you that one or two, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think the overthrow. You know, he overthrew it, but he's throwing into double coverage, trying to throw. You know, okay, so if that one gets picked, maybe that's you know a break Clemson gets. But the first pick six, that was a great play by the corner. He showed he showed man coverage and sits in cover two, and sits right down on the flat and picks it off next to the house. It's beautiful. Yeah. And and, you know, like I said, as a Florida State fan. It's first, you know, I was like, great. Clemson's loaded, so you know, mm-hmm. I get to watch Trevor Lawrence basically dominate them for the next at least two years, right? Right. So, but you know, as a fan of 
great football and great quarterback play. I'm not totally upset about it, really. Yeah. I mean, I'm not so, totally upset to see the Bengals take the next two years and draft Trevor Lawrence as <laughs> a quarterback. I mean, hey, I don't, they, don't, they don't even have to try to tank. I mean, at this point. It's going to be the Colts with Andrew Luck a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, and yeah, it's, it's turning out for them. I mean, obviously, we're getting there. Um, I, I did see a stat that, and this is just crazy how Vegas will just bend you over a barrel. <laughs> in, uh, they don't build all those big hotels on winter. Man. Yeah, exactly. The over, the they were um, over under was sixty one, and apparently there were tons and tons of over betters. Over sixty one, you know, the final score was sixty. I mean, it's just like, and and how it's it got science, to sixty man. is what's crazy. It's like. 44, Clemson, 16, Bama. Like, you, you know. Two extra. You, two you never would have thought that. Yeah. And, and the over hits, right? Yeah. 61 and yeah. a half. Yeah. Well, if Bama could make a kick, you know. Right. They would have, they would have lost by three. I mean, right. like, yes. They just can't. Golly. We were, we were texting back in the game last night, uh, me and a group of buddies, and Bama had just signed a kicker, um, number one kicker in the country, and Army All-American game, and he uh, – he shanked a kick. It's like it's the Bama curse. It's the Bama it's, they can't they can't the kick. kick. Curse. Well, yeah. he'll probably get drafted by Tampa because you know Tampa has the kicker curse too. In so. the second round. Yeah, in the second round. <laughs> oh, um, but man. yeah, so yeah. sad. You know, sad. College football's over. Oh, man, yeah, There's it's no more games. It's crazy that it was just you know like yeah. a blink of an eye. It's over. So who is you know. I know you and I had talked about this a little bit. Your your next year top five, like you know, way too early top five poll. Everybody does it. We might oh, as well. Yeah. We might I as mean, well do it. I don't see how Clint, with Trevor Lawrence still at Clemson. He they're number one until they lose. I mean, the kid hadn't lost for four years. I think like so. They're my number one. I still think Ben was the two. Yeah, you could argue I, number one. I mean, but just because they lost last night, they're right. number two. Yeah, you know, we got to remember that they're they're bringing Tua back. Yeah, and so and then I went I went Georgia. Um, because I think they're – I know they lost a couple of guys who declared for the draft, but they've recruited well. I think they'll be fine and they'll oh, yeah. be older and in good positions. Yeah. So, probably be another year older. And then I got Texas-Oklahoma rounding out the top five, four and five. I like that. I mean, I don't know about Oklahoma. They're, they're going to replace quarterback, but they they just replaced Baker Mayfield. And, and look what they did. Yeah, yeah the Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, that program and that system, they'll have – They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard something. Lincoln Riley's got him rolling, and yeah. he just got a lot of money that says that he can turn the next quarterback into a high right. runner. You know what I mean? So I saw something where they've been. They're talking about dynasties, and we get hit on in a second. But um, but uh, what was it? Bama or no? Oklahoma has played in three of the four college football playoffs. But yeah. no one really thinks about yeah, it because yeah, they don't, don't ever win. They haven't won, right? right? They haven't yeah. won. They've, they, have they played in the national title? I don't think so. No, not since Bama Clemson, Bama, Bama Ohio State. <laughs> Bama Clemson. Florida State. Was it Florida State? Yeah, four. I, I don't know if they – anyway. Wait. 2012? No, that's wrong. Anyway, we're not statisticians here. <laughs> Good Lord, I mean – Regardless, it was it's Tennessee, been a minute. Right? Yeah, they yeah. beat Tennessee in the college football playoff. <laughs> With Manning. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> um. Anyway – and it It'll just be kind of like you forget that you know they've been three or four years they've been in it. Oh yeah. So anyway, I, that that was mine. What about you? If they could find a defense, they'd be fine. Um, for me, I started off similar. I'm I'm Clemson one again. I mean, you can't you can't return that kid and you know not expect to be just as dominant. And you know you're just gonna walk in and slap your ring on the table and rack up recruits. So. Um, Clemson for me is one. Bama is two. Um, I have Ohio State three. I think it's going to be interesting. 
I mean, I know that you know, I know losing Urban Meyer, but I mean, they have tons and tons of athletes. Um, you know, they still have uh, I think what J.K. Dobbins is coming back. I mean, they've got they've got some they got some athletes, and and their home schedule next year. I was looking online; it was something like ridiculous. So, oh, okay. I mean, they're playing you know like Lakeview High School. I mean, they've they've got a pretty sweet you know out of conference schedule, and then their tough like home games or their tough. In conference games, are a lot of them are at home, so they have a pretty favorable match, pretty favorable schedule. Um, Air quotes for tough Big Ten games. I mean, yeah. really, who's their tough game? They dominated the one tough game. Well, I mean, you know, and Harbaugh, even if Harbaugh was head over heels better, if, I, I guarantee if Michigan were eleven and zero and they were traveling to Ohio State, and it was a year that Ohio State was like five and six, Ohio yeah. State would beat them. I mean, <laughs> That's or, right. you know, Jim Harbaugh, you know, he just, you know, he can't, you know, stop stepping on himself. Um, so yeah, Ohio State three. I have Oklahoma four. Again, I'm with you. I think they'll reload, and you know Lincoln Riley will have somebody in there. I have Georgia five. It will be interesting since you know news is kind of breaking tonight during this with Jim Cheney leaving Georgia to take the exact same excuse me position at Tennessee. How that'll affect any like late recruits or any any flops? You know, I mean, yeah. you know, he's an offensive coordinator. He's got tons of experience. Um, and you would think they'd probably lean on him heavily yeah. for that. Oh, absolutely. Recruiting. NFL experience, too, yeah. you know. Um, I'd seen some uh, some different reports, too. A buddy of mine text said that um, Ch- Cheney may bring uh, Pittman, who is the um, offensive line coach as well. I, you know, I don't know. And, you know, John Gruden was coming to Tennessee for, you know, every year yeah. since, you know, since 2004. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you believe what you want. Um, but, yeah, that's my top five. I'm with you. I mean, Georgia's – just stacked. I mean, they just seem like one after another. They're just popping new guys in and taking other people's places. So that's a um, that's my way too early. Top well, five. it kind of leads to the question with you know, get Georgia in there you know, on Bama's hills essentially. It, I, I've heard it over and over: is the Bama dynasty over? And is it you know, is this the passing of the torch? Uh, what do you think? I mean, I think as long as Saban is there, even though it just blows my mind because he seems like he would be the biggest asshole to play for. Um, I don't think it's over. I'm, you know, the guy's going to have player after player after player. I mean, you look at him, like some of these running backs, they, they bring in guys last night, and I'm like, I don't remember this guy this year. And I've, you know, I'm an SEC guy, so I'm typically watching SEC games, although I, you know, like to tout myself that I try to watch a little bit of everything. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, they were trotting out players out there last night. I'm like, who is this guy? You know, and he just looks like NFL talent. It's just crazy. So, I think it's saving, you know, as long as he stays, you know, I don't see that dynasty ever really having a whole lot of a drop-off. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't see it. I, I don't think it's over in the least. I mean, like you go out, you play a bad game. Now, it's, it, you know, it's a great motivational tool for the guys who are still there. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you're still recruiting. You're the number one recruiting class pretty much every service every year so you're getting kids as long as Saban's there they're going to be good it's not going to yeah. I mean you know everybody overreacts to everything it's kind oh, of yeah. sports and that's what makes it fun too well, yeah. that's what gives us something to talk about right. the There's, next day you know I mean Alabama went two years without winning a national title and, and you don't you didn't really say yeah. is it over yeah. the questions were asked and they come out and win one they should have fired him yeah, that's that's right. They should have right. hired him. That's right. <laughs> when they had the chance. Yes, he could have hired him before <laughs> stage. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't think it's over. I think maybe it puts the the um, 
media, the SEC media on blast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Clemson and, and Bama have 55 and four and two national titles over four years, identical records. Like, yeah. That, that stat when you sent me that earlier, I mean that's crazy. Yeah, it's um, it's you know it's a great it's a great stat and it's hard to believe. Like you, you know you think, but Bama's done it for so long, you know what a decade now yeah. they've just been dominant. So is is Clemson Bama five bad for the brand? I mean, I, I mean I don't think so. If you're a fan of wanting to see the best teams play and the best players play, mm-hmm. then no, it shouldn't be. I mean. Obviously, if your rooting team's not in it, then why wouldn't you want to see the two best, regardless if it's a Bama or – I mean, yeah. I'd love to see Trevor Lawrence play in, in two more before he's gone, just because I want to watch him play as many games as yeah. I can. Like, the guy's – He's awesome. And, and I think Tua bounces back. I think, you know, they've never gotten down the way they did, so it, it put him in a different spot. But, yeah, I, I, I would like to see somebody else, but at the same time – you think Oklahoma's yeah. going to keep up with Clemson? God, no. Clemson would have hung 100 on them. I'd like to see somebody else, and I know it's not going to be Tennessee, so I'm just like, I yeah. just want to see the best football out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, people are starting this stuff, too. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Clemson was the better team than Bama. I think you and I talked about this. I think Clemson goes out there and beats them again, you know, if they played again tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but people are like, you know, all you people said that Notre Dame, you know, didn't belong. Now, you know, did Bama belong? And I'm like, I mean – don't don't go there. Like, yeah. please don't tell me you're that stupid to think that Bama didn't belong to be in yeah. that grouping. You know what I mean? Like, Bama would go out and beat Notre Dame by fifty tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, I don't don't go there. You know, it's Clemson is by and far the best team in you know in the country this year. They showed it last night. But to think for one minute that you know. They couldn't go out and play again tomorrow, and Bama turned around and beat them. You know what I mean? Like, Notre Dame's not beating Clemson probably 10 games. I mean, Clemson, <laughs> yeah, probably I mean, Clemson's probably game. playing them 10 times and beating yeah. them 10 times. And probably the same with Alabama. Like, right. Yeah, so, right. I mean, Clemson beat them 30-3, and it was it was like slow motion for yeah. Clemson watching the game. Like, it was like this – they, they didn't even like they had it turned on. You know what I'm saying? Like, even touchdown Jesus didn't even have his arms up. Right. <laughs> He's like, we, we can't even score a touchdown. Even he knew. <laughs> so, yeah. Whatever. Well, it was, a, it was a thrilling end to the, the college season. I know it was. the game didn't – if you saw it, if you looked at the game inside the game, I think you, you could – a lot of people probably enjoyed it. I mean, the score – and obviously the scoreboard wasn't like, oh, this is a fun game to watch, but – just all the things that happened, especially through the first half. Like, at least you got a good right. half. It wasn't thirty-one oh. nothing like Oklahoma game. Then the second half, Oklahoma comes in or whatever. Yeah, it was one of those games that you blink, like go to the fridge and get another beer, or, you know, go grab some chips, and you come back and there's a score. I mean, yeah, there was yeah. like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, they they raced out to what twenty-one points in like four minutes. Oh yeah, and I'm sure all these overbetters were like, yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> and then you know, Bama decides to sit on it, you know. Yep. So, yeah. Like well, I said, what a what a wild end! It came and went way too fast, and um, now we're right in the hearty thick of the NFL playoffs. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, on. Big, good good games this weekend. Um, what was your biggest surprise? I mean, my, Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's right. You picked Seattle. Yeah, so. I, I was I was saying Seattle was. I, I was surprised. I thought if there were gonna be a, there was gonna be a blowout. Um, this weekend, this you know, this last weekend, that Seattle was going to come in and just put it on Dallas. Yeah, that team knows not their identity. It's unbelievable. 
you look at Jason Garrett, and like I said, half the time you look at him and he's like, doesn't know where he's at. You know, he just seems like he doesn't fit in over there on the sidelines. I mean, I, that that one got me. I, I was surprised. I mean, I think it always you can always get behind your run game, and you know, Dallas does have a good defense. So I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that it that it fully surprised me. Blown well, away. It's the NFL. It's the, NFL. Yeah. the parody is, you know, inches. You know what I mean? The game of inches, but. That, I guess out of all of them, that was my surprise because I picked the Eagles. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right. Last show we were talking about the Eagles was that was our difference. <clears throat> that's right. Okay, so I mean, I wasn't surprised with Dallas winning. I thought they they won the game kind of how I thought they'd win the game. You know, it'd be you know close. But my biggest surprise was uh, the Texans just laying an egg at home. That getting was, down twenty one nothing, it was like they could not move. Like the yeah, they couldn't get out of the hole. I think it was like their you know their nerves and anxiety just welled up on them. Because yeah. I mean that team, that's a team with you know too much ton, talent. Yeah, tons of weapons. Yeah. You know, good talent that just seemed like and they they kept like when they when they got twenty one to seven, it was like they had some chances. You know, to kind of mm-hmm. you know peel back the layer of the onion a little bit. They were like oh oh, oh. Yeah. you know like they they would drive and then they'd stall out. You know, next thing you know they're punting it back. Um, was that the final or ended up 21? It was 21-7. Okay. Yeah, 21-7 was the final. Um, I don't know. Hey, Luck's got them rolling, man. I mean, that, yeah. that team is – which we had talked last week too. That defense with Darius Leonard is hot. They're, they've peaked well at the right time. Um, Andrew Luck with that massive neck beard, which is just a horrible look on him, by the way. I mean, the poor guy's already just not <laughs> – yeah, n- not God's gift of uh, of of looks. You know, he's not going to win any GQ awards. And then he goes and grows this Persian rug on his neck. I don't, I don't know what that is. And I'm just kind of like somebody in his life has to be like, shave that man. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He, um, you know, you remember Ricky Williams? Yeah, when he had the dreads and he got tackled by the dreads, oh, yeah. and then like the next day he shaved it. Maybe if somebody tackles him by his neck beard, by a Santa beard, he'll shave yeah. that crap off. Ugh. It's horrible, horrible yeah. look. It's um, it's pretty awful. Do you see where he like said a cuss word in his interview? Yeah, and and he's like, like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry, sorry, sorry yeah. about that. Sorry. Yeah, then, like, then the Stanford, like, yeah. yeah, he was super like bothered by it. which you know I mean I guess it shows something but it's just really funny his reaction like yeah. he just kind of looks away it's like oh man I've really messed up he's like, my oh, mom's gonna hear this yeah he went all Stanford he's like I'm so sorry sir yeah, so, I'll write you a thesis apologize but yeah that was my biggest shock was the Texas laying an egg um, you know, the Bears the Eagles it wasn't, I wasn't shocked with the Eagles winning I was a little surprised with how they won uh, and not even the missed <laughs> kick I just you know I was surprised that they were able to drive down late like that and get the you know the go ahead touchdown. Was it going to yeah? Foles man, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Foles yeah. marching right down fifty something seconds. Yeah, and that defense has been stout all year. Um, Philadelphia's defense showed up for yeah. you know finally. So yeah, yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't I wasn't shocked, but it was it was a. Yeah, you know, I was kind of rooting for the Bears just because I like to see those. Yeah, guys. I, mean, I, do, I do like I do like Chicago. Um, you know, it's just a, as a side team, just a, you know some, somebody I'd pull for. Yeah. Um, you know, I used to I used to love watching the butt kiss videos growing up. You know, so it's just kind of always, always, yeah, always, yeah, always had a little bit of love for uh, Chicago. Which that you know, Foles playing, you know, just lights out now. Like you know, Nikki Prime, 
does that bring any kind of question in the offseason? What do you do? Like, do you, are you giving you – know, are you going Wentz or Foles? If, if so, I've said no for a long time. Like, nah, it's Wentz, it's Wentz. My God, I mean, it's hard to say it's not Foles. How could, I mean, yeah, Wentz was great for a season, and then he got hurt. But that's the only sample size you have is that one season. Yeah. And I'm I mean, not, not that you that. have a great big sample size of Foles, but the guy's right. been, you know, Joe Flacco 2.0 in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, and, and a little bit longer, you know. I mean, he's yeah. done it in the regular season. You know, Flacco just shows up in the in the postseason. Right, well, like, you know, not this year. Yeah, not this year. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a weird spot because you got a guy who you think is probably your franchise quarterback in Wentz, and you have an older Foles. But I mean, it's so hard to win in the NFL. You have any any chance to get back to Super Bowls? I mean, if they win this weekend, yeah. I, I, yeah, there's no way you don't. Yeah. Like, gotta get you to a Super Bowl and an NFC Championship game. Like, there's no way you yeah. don't. That's not your guy next year. Yeah, and it just starts to make Doug Peterson look like a genius too. I mean, yeah, he's he's trotting Nick Foles out there, and he's like four and zero in the playoffs. You know, <laughs> just just crazy. Yeah, he had to I mean, win big games to get into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's just you know he's not beating the Cardinals. They weren't eight and two, and and you know then Foles had to. Fultz, yeah, they needed yeah, to win they, out. They had, you know, yeah. they, they had to they win out the and have things happen. The month and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they've been in the playoffs since week fourteen. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and all these people are like, oh yeah, Wentz is is injury prone. I don't think he's injury prone. I mean, he hadn't been in the league long enough to really determine. I mean, you you blow your knee out. I mean. That's not. You, yeah, that's not. You big, can't call Joe Theismann injury prone. You know, it's I mean, not like Marcus Mariota who literally cannot stay on the field because he gets hit and gets banged up. Right. You blew your knee out. Like that's just an. In, that's just something that happens, right. and that can happen to anybody. It's not. Yeah. And no then, one's more know, prone then a, then to a, blowing out a right. knee. And then a back injury. I mean, you know, some of these things just happen. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't see how you don't really sit down and consider. You know, look, do we roll with Foles here? I mean, if. Yeah, if, if you win this week, like you said, there's no freaking way that you don't no. give Foles the contract and, and try to move Wentz for something. Or, or just say Wentz, I mean, we've got, we have control of you still, right? They're still, he's still in yeah, a Yeah, he's contract. still in a rookie deal. Yeah, and say, Foles are going to give you a – I mean, can you franchise tag Foles? I mean, that's a ton of salary cap. <laughs> yeah. But, geez, I mean – I feel I, like that's franchise. Can, is anybody going to give you a first-rounder? I think if someone offers you a first-rounder for Nick Foles, you got to take that. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean – I don't. I don't know that. But they, like, if somebody offered you a first rounder for Carson Wentz, you're probably gonna say, ah, "I need a little more than the first rounder." Like, you know what I mean? Right. But you know, if Foles was 26, then you'd be like, or 28. Well, he's 32, I think, right? Some, I yeah. He's, he's yeah I looked him up. I want to say he's either 30 or 31. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, he might be 32. I don't know. He, could have he six looks. Years left, yeah. Though, yeah. Know? He looks like a, a seasoned vet out there, just yeah. you know, picking people apart. It, it, and he's making good throws. I mean, he's you know he's not making like those. Yeah, you, know, you get a backup that comes in and is like, oh, I can make this throw. Yeah. But you know he's been sitting on the bench all all year, like being an armchair quarterback. He's he's coming and just making throws. Yeah, you don't throw for four forty and four touchdowns and and just be winging it. Yeah, you know? you're you're getting you're, lucky. You're, you're, you're playing. Yeah. Um. So now that'll be exciting. See, it's probably a good problem to have. Um. You know, maybe they'll let Wentz go and Temple some Wentz. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, always always pulling for the homer, right? Uh, that's all right. But um, right. nah. So yeah, it's a uh, it's exciting. I know we got some games this weekend, but uh, I guess we're trying to hit on those maybe Thursday or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like uh, it. I guess yeah. the Ravens give a good build up for that. Yeah, the Ravens and uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Oh, Chargers. Yeah. I mean, 
Lamar Jackson getting booed off the field at the end of the game, which I think is a little ridiculous. That just shows the true colors of yeah. you know, of of any fan. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not pointing at Baltimore. That's you know, there's a there's always a core group yeah. of any fan base that just does something idiotic like that. I mean, the guys led you to the playoffs. Yeah, without him, you're probably a top ten pick. Like this year, does he not come in and play the way he's played throughout the regular season? You probably are a top ten yeah. pick. Yeah, right? his talents had, his talents offered you. A unique offense that, for what you know, maybe it'll carry on. We've talked about that before, but for whatever reason, this year it offered you a unique, you know, wrinkle that people couldn't figure out. Yeah, no, and I mean, I think at some point they just played a team and the Chargers who were really good, and yeah. it's going to get you know it's going to get figured out. But they, you know, the Chargers tried their best to do what the Chargers have done the past you know yeah, blow decade <laughs> and give it right back to them. About did, but you know, I was happy to see Philip Rivers get a win. Um, but they got the Patriots this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, I love New England. I love Tommy Brady. That's my guy too. So it's it's. A, I'll be, I'll be um, pulling for a good one. I I, stay, I think I'm still. My heart's going with Rivers. I'd like to see. You know, Brady's got had his right. Like you've had yeah, his man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see Philip Rivers get to a Super Bowl. Oh, I think it'd be win awesome. it or not. I'd love to see him get yeah. there. Just. Eight, I think it would be cool. Too, weeks of press conferences leading up. Absolutely, <laughs> and then you know, two his you know. I mean, I'm sure he'd he'd knock his wife up again. That'd be you know. That's right. Like, oh, you got you got a Super Bowl. We got to have another kid. That's right. We got to name him after the stadium or something. Yeah, right? something stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm with you. I'd love to see Rivers get in there. Um, and who? What was the other game that we had? Oh, we well we talked about it just a little bit. The Bears. Bears. Yeah. Uh, I mean, ending on a missed kick. You know, I've heard people say they you know they feel sorry for the kicker and that you know, I feel sorry that you know the guys having to live with you know you missed a kick but that's life i mean like i don't want to say missing a sale is the same thing but say you know, companies fail every day and that's you know, well it is what it is it's no different than a receiver if a receiver drops the ball in the end zone he's the guy you know he's the goat you know in, right. in a bad way you know right. what i mean yeah. like he drops the ball in the end zone they should have called and and you know they lose yeah. the game yeah. tony romo misses the hold and he's tony romo of the playoffs i mean that's right. what you know that's what he's known by that and bad announcing um, but if you don't watch, he's gonna know more for that and play. Maybe that's what he's going for. <laughs> so bad. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw that they brought in the Monday Night Crew for that playoff game, and I was just like, "You've got to be kidding me! These guys are so terrible." They um, had Booger in the booth. At least they had him in the booth. Yeah. Good gosh. But yeah, I mean, it still, it still didn't help. His voice is just—he talks too much. Is the problem? Him and Romo. He's probably trying to keep Witten from talking though. So like, I don't know if it's a bad. Thing. Yeah, is, it, is this good or bad? Like, he's like, I'm sorry, you're gonna hear me a lot, guys. But if you want to hear Witten, I think this is I what I gotta do. do. I think I don't like this. <laughs> so. um, yeah, it's bad. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll cover uh, we'll cover the games. I have them written down here, but we'll cover them on Thursday to give the give the people what they want on a. That's right. It'd be real close. That's right. It'd be it'd be be close to Saturday. Um, I think just a little bit here. We've had some uh, you know new coaching announcements since the last time. Bruce, Bruce, (laughs) Bruce Arians to Tampa Bay is huge. And taking Todd Bowles. That's that's big, man. It's like he's getting the band back together. He's going. You know, this is. I'm excited. Bob Seger going on. You know, final farewell tour. I think it's good for good for them. I think he'll have that offense rolling. I was more um, excited about him bringing Todd Bowles than probably him being the just head him coach being the head coach. Yeah. Offensively, he didn't we didn't play terrible, and, and and they've got a lot of weapons. Obviously, we're going to lose to Sean Jackson because he's a little prima donna, who's thirty three, <laughs> you know, an aging wide receiver. You know, right. who thinks they need to be, 
getting the ball every five seconds. <laughs> right. I mean, he can't change the game, no doubt, but still. Come on, yeah. dude. Yeah. But that's not a big shot. But you're not, he's not taking the lid off like he was in Philly you know, right. back when he was 25 years old. Exactly. So um, He's just cracking the lid. That's right. Just, just the tip. <laughs> just um, the tip. But, yeah, so I'm excited to see what he does with that defense because they've got some guys that can play. They've got – you know, pro bowlers at linebacker and defensive line position. I mean, you can figure out that secondary. It could be a quick. It could be a quick turnaround. Unfortunately, the Saints are probably not going anywhere either. So, right. and the Falcons won't be bad. And Carolina played with playoffs all all year. So, tough division, but looking forward to it. Um, let's see, Lafleur, Matt Lafleur to Green Bay. That one was a head scratcher. A little, little bit surprise to me. on that. You know, Titans offensive coordinator. I mean, that's not. I think yeah. they're probably taking a body of work over, like, being the Titans guy. Yeah, like, yeah, you have to be, I guess. Um, you know, just they were they were showing the numbers with him and, you know, Munchak or whatever, and they weren't, you know, the, not similar. They were, you know, he was lower, you know, the offensive yards per game. Um, I guess for me it was a bigger difference in how he used Derrick Henry than everybody else. You know, the guy on Twitter responded and was like, you know, well, you know, like I had I had Derrick Henry on fantasy and he didn't do anything when he got carries earlier in the year. But I started, you know, going back and doing a little research on his numbers. He had two games from week one to week 14 where he had um, over 12 carries. I mean, you can't get in a rhythm if you're just getting, you know, eight, seven totes a game. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a reason now that there's a, there's a, a time on – uh, the home run derby, you know, what I mean, if you just like getting out there, you only get ten pitches. Like you're never going to get in a rhythm, you know, yeah. to get rolling and hitting home runs. Like, it's like the two quarterback system. Like, yeah, usually they both don't play well because they can't. Yeah, get you out can't. There yeah, you can't get in a game, rhythm, yeah. and you don't know when you're coming out, so you're afraid to make a mistake because is that the mistake you make that you don't get to play? You know, right. So it's uh, yeah, it's, yeah you're playing scared. Yeah. So. I, you know, it, to me, it's. I mean, I, I feel like it's a, a risky hire. I mean, you've got Aaron Rodgers for a, who just basically ran, who just ran Mike McCarthy out of town, right? And you have him for the next, you know, probably for the Floors contract, four years, I guess. You know, yeah, right. You know, peak Aaron Rodgers probably next two, three, four years. Yeah. So you're hitching your wagon to that. Yeah, and right. you know, for a guy who's I just feel like there's probably other options that would be better. I mean, they come out and play great, but I heard – I can't remember who it was um, this morning. I think it was on ESPN Radio. But um, they were saying, you know, the most coveted job – those are the local guys here. Talking about the most coveted job, the floor is getting the most coveted head coaching job. And, we, you know, we compared it last week. Green Bay, just because they have Aaron Rodgers, still doesn't mean they're the most coveted job. Right. Most coveted player, yeah, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean. But, like, that <laughs> – Aaron Rodgers didn't take him to the playoffs this year. Right. It was, you know, it wasn't because of the coaching. You know, it, it, to me. Anyway, I, no. I mean, that it goes back to my That team has they have a lot, lot of, of issues. A lot of holes to fill offensively and defensively. So, um, but, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was a little head-scratcher. I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, I was surprised. And then, the you know, the other uh, coaching announcement day, which was – a little bit surprising because, you know, Cliff Kingsbury just took the officer coordinator position at USC. Hasn't even, you know, coached it down yet. I mean, he just, just took it after being uh, let go of Texas Tech, and he is headed to Arizona. Um, I don't want to call it a surprise, I guess, in the sense that they would have wanted a guy like that. But, you know, yeah, he just he just took this officer coordinator position, and it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, well, see y'all. I'm, yeah, I'm going to. This is Sean McVay, uh, you know. 
Yeah, you know, rise all these young guys, man. I mean, that's I get it. Yeah, it's, it's this this hot. You know, it's the way the league is. The passing league, you can't it's touch the wide receivers. League, yeah. You can't touch the quarterbacks. Um, it's always cyclical. You know, we'll get back to you know, it, it just always seems to ebb and flow. You know, yeah. it's kind of like the greatest show on turf, and then all of a sudden it's like run heavy. Greatest show on turf, you know, it, it always seems to come and go. Well, just, I mean, um, you can see it, you know, we've seen crazy scores all, all season long. You get the playoffs and the high score was 24 points. Yeah. You know, and that was Dallas. You know, so, you know, it's defense still going to keep you in the game, especially yeah. in the playoffs. Well, yeah, but, you, play, you play tighter. But, yeah, yeah, you're going to try and get those guys who can put up points because even in the playoffs they're at a premium. You right. know, so you, you need yeah. to be – if you're averaging 31, 35 a game – well, that's in what playoffs, we playoffs, you might be scoring 28. Yeah. Right? You and I were texting you. Know, playoffs, or, you know, field goals get you beat in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? Especially, yeah, you, I don't know. You just can't, when you're playing some of these teams, like KC, and you just you can't rely. Like, you, Well, just like what was Chicago, what, didn't they have when they're 9 to nothing at one point? Like, they punch one of those in, they still that game. Yeah. But they, you know, kick, you can't. get to the red zone, kick field goals, you were yeah, going to lose you, games. Yeah, yeah. It's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Every time. Always seems to. Um, so the, the, the other remaining, uh, openings you have Cincinnati, Cleveland, Denver, Miami, and the Jets. Um, you know, obviously a little bit of talk on probably all of those jobs. Uh, I kind of wrote down just my projections. Well, I'll just throw them out of here just to, just to see if they, any of them stick. So I, uh, I'm projecting, uh, Cincinnati will hire Eric B the offensive coordinator, at the chiefs. That's just my hope, probably. Yeah, you know, just like I don't, it better not be Hugh Jackson. Um, you know, I, I don't want to hear that mess. Uh, I think Cleveland will be crazy if they don't go with Freddie. I think they just need to give him a run. Um, I, I don't know. I love that hire, um, which we talked about Mike McCarthy, but the fans seem to hate him there. Um, yeah, but doesn't everybody hate Saban unless he's your coach? Yeah, that's true. But no, yeah. I know what you mean. It, I mean. You've got what you need. You've shown that he's the guy for Baker already. Right. I mean, you have a proven sample right, right. in front of your face. It's just about can you get the right people. Right. Can you just coach the offense, or are you going? You know, yeah. it's always harder. Just like with Dirk Cutter, like you know, yeah. is that OC? Yeah. And just hiring him back as the OC. Right. I think he's going to be. He's going to bring a challenge for you know the rest of the league. Oh yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be South, good. Yeah, because he is a good offensive coordinator yeah. without the head coaching responsibility. We had talked about it before just the guys that can be that like CEO type. You know, yeah. some people are just cut out for that. You know, they're they're meant to be a guy who's who's running it all. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, those are just a couple that I'd had uh, had jotted down. Um, one other thing I was thinking. Was uh, Antonio Brown landing spot? Yeah, that's uh, again we talked about this, and, and I'm surprised to see. Like, I think I'm letting Big Ben walk. Like, dude, you're what 35? The same age as Philip Rivers. You're right? ugly. I mean, you is know. that same draft? Eli, Big Ben, and Rivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think Rivers is 37. I mean, he, he's getting so, up there. Yeah, I mean, he's 35 or better. How are you letting that guy walk when you have a guy in this prime? And I mean, arguably, prime? like we said, the best. One of the best players in the NFL, like top three, four. Maybe you're reading into it. I'm reading into it with. I mean, are the Steelers kind of rebuilding without saying they're rebuilding? Are they going to try and get some, you know, you know, some real quality picks with Antonio Brown and maybe spin him on a quarterback or. Yeah, I mean that's possible. Or, or, you yeah. know, or, or spin him in some positions that they need. Um, I mean, like you you hit on last week. 
Pittsburgh's always seemed to be able to find and develop receivers, so maybe yeah. they're not as concerned yeah. as yeah. we can snag one in the fourth round, and right. we, 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 they they may already have a guy in mind. They may already right. have a target in mind. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely think they're kind of operating on that whole, you know, dance with the chick that got you there kind of yeah. philosophy, and you know, they're gonna roll with Ben. I thought an interesting landing spot would be, you know, Arizona has the number one pick. Not saying, I mean, obviously the number one pick is very hefty yeah. to get for, you know, Antonio Brown for what, you know, two or three. I don't know how, you know, how much more he's going to have Brown in the tank. And and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can we get Le'Veon? Can you sign yeah, a trade? Like exactly. Um, but, you know, I think A.B. to Arizona would be interesting. I think even A.B. to the Jets would be interesting with Darnold. They have the they have the number three pick in the draft, but, you know, again, that's, that's hefty, but – yeah, they have a. They don't have a two, but they have two threes. You know, I don't know. Who knows what they could get for Antonio, or who knows what some of these teams could get Antonio for? Yeah. Um, that'd be interesting. You know, to get two got two young guys. You know, you got Rosen and Darnold on those two teams. They're picking early in the draft. They're picking you know early in every round. You know, who well, knows? They get yeah, package something yeah, together and get him. I mean, immediately you, you think about to be picks, right? Like, it's gonna be picks. Yeah, it's gonna play. be picks. Yeah. I mean, you think about that though. Like you know, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, was he probably retiring? I guess is. I mean, is he going to be done finally? If he yeah. is, who better to step in and be the number one wide receiver and you get Antonio Brown for you know three years or something would be interesting to yeah. see. And then the Jets just yeah, I mean, the Jets are just the Jets. I mean they they could use a they could use a quality wideout. They could use quality everything. Yeah, you know, Antonio Brown in New York. Can you imagine? I mean, you know, he already thinks he's <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, you know, Tampa's got six pick. I'd, I'd send that six pick. Oh my god! Can you imagine right Mike now. Evans, and Mike Antonio Evans, Brown. Brown? Oh my gosh! If James Wilson wanted the guy, somebody I'd would cut all my running backs. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, just go go get a slot receiver, put yeah. him at running back. I'd just go five wide the yeah. entire the entire game. Absolutely, I wouldn't run the ball once. Good lord, that'd be exciting. Um, but yeah, so we got. Playoff playoff games coming up that we'll we'll cover on Thursday. Yeah, what's the, what are the matchups we've got? So we got. We KC or Indi- Indianapolis at Kansas City. Yep. Uh, we have Dallas at the Rams. We have the Chargers at New England, and we have Philadelphia at New Rounds. Orleans. So, hey, that's cool. pretty 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 good matchups. Um, you know, we'll, we'll cover them a little more in depth. Make our picks. Make kind of some uh, breakdown projections. Then you know, you never know. There may be some. Uh, some hirings of uh, new coaches before Thursday. You know, yeah. Something, something's popping up every day. Some you got to co- think with all college these changes. still, there's probably oh, – they're yeah. waiting on playoff teams to fall out. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still anxious to see if any any college coaches end up in the pros. You know, like Brian Kelly from Notre Dame, you know, yeah. I and mean, he has some Ohio ties. I mean, I'm not saying I want him in Cincinnati, but, you know, Cleveland or up Cincinnati, I mean, you know, he could yeah, be you know, know. some of these guys. You know, it'd be funny – be really awesome to be a really great show on Thursday if you know Saban tried to make a dive back in the NFL or Dabo were to jump and leave something crazy yeah. you know, uh, would be pretty Dabo neat. To but, New York. Oh yeah, just something. <laughs> you wild. imagine that? Just something wild, yeah. you know, would be would be pretty neat to cover. But uh, but yeah, Dabo's not going anywhere as long as Trevor Lawrence is there. Dude, that, that might be a package deal. Whatever team has the first pick, yeah. we're gonna fire the coach and bring you. A what if Trevor Lawrence came out tomorrow and was like, you know, with all these people sitting out bowl games, he's like. I'm just going to sit out until 2021 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing anymore because I don't want to be the number one pick. I don't want to risk it. I need to. Hey, I mean. I, I don't want to risk it. It's <laughs> The crazier things have happened. Yeah, it wouldn't have. It, we can get on that on another time, but like, especially after <laughs> next year. Like, would it hurt him to have to – let's say you put it off topic, obviously, but what if he runs the table and 
next year, wins another national title, 15-0. and 0. Two national titles, hadn't been beaten in two years. Probably wins the Heisman. Let's yeah. just say he wins the Heisman. Right. What else do you have to prove? Yeah. What do you like, have to do? So all you're doing is is your Matt Liner, and you're you're instead of going the year you want, you know, you should have probably gone yeah. from an NFL perspective. You're the number one pick. Now you're gonna be the tenth pick. Right. Like you can all get picked yeah. apart. Now I still think it's gonna be the number one pick. Yeah. He'll be I mean, number yeah. one pick He's... regardless. But like you can go out there and blow out a knee. That guy, I don't even know that guy's. I mean, who cares? Like, he blows out a knee. He doesn't run. Right. right. I mean, he runs a little bit, but. He's not going to run the NFL. No. So, but yeah, I mean, it just brings up an interesting question, and it would take a guy like that being like, you know what, I'm sitting out for the, you know, for them to, to kind of alter the rules or even consider altering the rules. Like, hey, you know, maybe I only play one year, maybe I only play two years. Yeah, I um, wish the NFL would do something that says, you know, if you're 20 years old, you, you can play in the league because what it's 21 right now, right? Like, I think. Yeah. I mean, I know the NFL's. At the quarterback position, it's obviously a little different, and, and you know, obviously, Kerry Connor and things like that. But like the interior line, things like, your body needs time to develop. But that should be on the teams to say your body needs time. If a kid wants to come out and he's nineteen and he's a freak, you know, I mean, look at Tayshawn Prince. That guy retired from the NBA weighing ninety pounds. Right. I mean, his body was never ready. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he never would have got to play. But like, let's say the Chiefs take, uh, you know, a defensive lineman. From Clemson, that you know is twenty years old, and hey, you can come. We're going to go ahead and pay you. We're going to draft you in the sixth round, draft you in the fourth round. You're going to get paid because that's you know that's why you need to get paid. You need to play. You know you want to. You need money for whatever. Anyway, and then he sits there for two years, practices with those guys for two years, and there's you know maybe there's a rule that says you, know, you can't you can't just put these guys on practice squad. They have to be part of your roster or whatever right. the case may be. You know, so if you want to take a guy. And let these kids almost do like the NBA, like basically declare for the draft. And, right. You know, if they don't get drafted, they can come back to the league. Yeah. Come back to college. Yeah, come back. Like, why wouldn't you? It'd be just like going to, like, if you're a, a, you know, internet whiz or computer whiz, and you go try and get a job with Google or start Google, and it doesn't work out, you can go back to college in two years, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you can go back and figure it yeah. out. But well, it's kind of it like, like Major League Baseball, too. I mean, these guys get drafted, and, you know, they get drafted at 16, 17, and they're, you know, they're in single A. So, what? Like, if you draft Trevor Lawrence right now, you know he's not ready. He just, So, what? He just sits. He sits all year under Phillip Rivers next year, you know? Right. And then learns. Then he's ready. Yeah. And he's healthy. He doesn't have to worry about blowing out a knee. He's sitting there on a rookie deal. And you've got him, you know, you know, make some changes to the alterations to the, you know, the contract ruling or whatever. I don't know. We need to go get a like, law you know, degree, and we'll just start writing this out, and we'll go fight it. Fight the NFL. Fight them all. <laughs> Take down the shield. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. All right, folks. So, yeah, good show. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch back up on Thursday to really kind of crack on the NFL. And check us out on Twitter. Balls at balls underscore and underscore brews. That's balls and brews. We're on iTunes and Spotify. We see you, Sweden and Canada and uh, great, yeah, UK. We uh, we've had some listeners from across the pond and north, south, east, and west. So keep listening in and come find us on Twitter and maybe leave us a leave us a comment on iTunes or something. Let us know what's going on, what you like, what you don't like, and uh, we'll catch you on the next show. All right, see you.